Yo, 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 yo. Oh, that's the wrong show. Yo. Yo, Chris, you were supposed to come in. No, you're supposed to say. <laughs> no, you're supposed to come in. You're supposed to say. No, because then you are going to come in and say, true to size, episode 162. No, I'm only supposed to say 162. He screwed it up. We had well, that plan. We'll just, let's just not do it then. <laughs> now it's over. Now it's no. Just, guys, record 163. Are you guys... <laughs> Are you guys done? <laughs> can we can we move on? <laughs> uh, what's going on, everyone? And welcome to uh, I'll make sure we know episode one sixty two of True to Size. <laughs> I'm so annoyed. I knew that this was going to happen as soon as we start the podcast. We are a weekly podcast centered around the wild world of sneakers. I will be your host today. My name is Lawrence Hopkins, and I am joined by the. Half of the team at Canada Got Soul, Mr. Joel Hernandez. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> that actually sounded like Calby. That was scary. <laughs> and uh, our other half of the duo, of the Filipino duo on Canada Got Soul, um, is busy this week. If you follow him on Instagram, you know yeah. why he's busy. I'm not going to steal his thunder. He can announce next week why he was busy. But uh, mm-hmm. Alvin, we miss you, and we'll see you yeah, next man. week. And we're also joined because Alvin's not here. I was like, you know what? What's better than one traffic boy? Two. So uh, I'm, I'm glad that I didn't give you guys a fancy intro because you guys ruined the regular introduction. So I'm sure you already guessed it. We're joined by the Coors Light drinking Calby. Well, yo, 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 yo. Thank you very much. And uh, Christopher Chu. Yo, 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 yo. Boys, thank you for being here. We appreciate it. I didn't know you guys were going to sabotage the podcast, or maybe I wouldn't have invited you, but uh, thank you anyways. <laughs> the beauty the beauty of that intro is we did mess it up between me and Cal, but then you said that you got really annoyed, so in the end, it was a great success. Yeah, I think that was the ultimate goal anyways. <laughs> the so. ultimate goal. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm, I'm glad that we went through this. I'm glad. So last week, we had uh, Phil Soul Purpose on the podcast. And we mentioned that he he was a guest, but he's not a guest in this home, the True to Size home. And neither of you guys are guests in the True to Size home as well. Um, So that's why you didn't get a fancy intro. That's not... Don't take it personally. Take it personally. You know? Like one of those. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, we got a jam-packed show this week. So much has gone on since our last episode. We're going to start with a Travis Scott-related question in the fire round that may turn into a whole discussion all on its own. Then another Nike lawsuit that could have major implications for the community down the road. And after that, we'll lighten it up with more hip-hop talk in NSR and close out the discussion with the Internet's favorite buzzword right now, NFTs. That's not a word. It's a whatever conjunction. What's that? Whatever it's called. An abbreviation. Abbreviation. No, no, no. It's initialization. Initialization is definitely not it. Maybe in French. Non-fungible token yeah yeah okay anyways but first (laughs) fire round yes the fire round we like to start every show with a quick hitting question from you our listeners and this week's question comes from jumping in with both feet good friend of the show previous guests what up kuya mike and his question is in some people's eyes he made sure to specify not mine travis is the most influential person in sneakers right now if he wore Jordan 1 mids, do you think he could turn the hate against them? To be clear, not a collab, 
because uh, we know how that would go. Literally just wearing Jordan one mids. Um, so is he, and he says, if Travis says no, who could do it? Who could wear Jordan one mids and change the public perception um, of hate against them? Um, and he says, or should we just accept that mids are Nike's way of trying to cash in by offering eight lace holes and lower quality compared to the highs? Um, and I chose this one because we have a big Travis Scott sneaker head. I don't know if you're a massive Travis Scott fan. We've never discussed that. But uh, mm. Chris is a big Travis Scott sneaker person. So we'll start with you, Chris. Do you think so? Let's just start basics here. If Travis Scott wore a pair of Air Jordan One mids, would it convince you that? Maybe Jordan 1 mids are really cool. No, but his specific Jordan 1 mid would be sought after. I would try to get it. Um, it's the same effect as uh, for his Air Max uh, 270. Yeah. Uh, I like that shoe, but I don't like all the all the colorways of it. You understand? Yep. Even though he released a colorway. So I, I gunned for his pair. But all the other colorways are like they're fine. Yeah, I don't need them in my collection. Would we'll do it all at once? Is there someone who could wear a Jordan One mid just casually that you would see them wearing it and being like, okay, Jordan One mids are cool? Or is Chris just the unimpressionable god who doesn't care what other people wear? Um, from a business standpoint, I think, and you might laugh, but like let's say Kylie Jenner wears them, it would make them yeah cool enough for some people to like then start buying a whole bunch of them it might be a harder mountain to climb than like wearing a pair of dunks and then all of a sudden dunks are cool again yeah not that she was the one that started the whole thing back but i think she would affect a lot of change or like a rihanna if she i know she's not with nike but like (laughs) somebody of them yeah yeah so for me i'll (laughs) i'll go next because i feel like like I'm not super into Travis Scott as a musician, as like a sneaker. He has some cool shoes, but whatever. But um, like I think that if he were to wear Jordan One mids, he's not convincing anyone who isn't already convinced that Jordan One mids are cool. I don't know if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like Jordan One mids already has a market, and that's the same market that is already impressed. Like listens and watches what Travis Scott wears. Like it's the same market that bought Dunks because he was buying Dunks. So if Travis Scott were to wear Jordan 1 mids, it's not convincing the four of us because we're not impressionable by him. Um, so I would say no in the sense that whoever... Because Jordan 1 mids still sell out. I don't know if you guys have been keeping up, but like Jordan 1 mids yeah. have resale on StockX, Jordan 1 lows, like all any Jordan 1. Um, but uh, Jordan 1 mids are now selling out. I think it's just people not being able to get Jordan 1 highs. But uh, yeah, I think that the same audience that watches what travis scott does is already wearing jordan one mids and i can't confirm that obviously uh but that's just personally for me and there is not a person on this planet who could convince me to wear jordan one mids that's my well, second what answer. about like particular colorways what about the new love yeah no so, love for the new love you know what i love, i yeah. just can't do it personally i bought the mm-hmm. retro of the new love whatever whatever year that was 2016 or something 17 yeah. 17 sorry new love master um and uh i had it in my hand i tried i bought it and i was like i just can't do it like i just can't like i know there's some classic colorways old love new love pack is a good example there's like the patent unc i know there's a ton of history behind all of that but just maybe it's the time i got into sneakers because i got in in like 2009 when they started doing highs as highs again but mm-hmm. uh yeah man just it's not for me 
Not personally. Nothing is against it, the, it. Is it the cut? Like it's not high enough? Is it the, the tongue tag? The back jo- jump man that like turns you off? I or? think it's just the cut for me. I think I'm just, maybe it's just because I'm so used to how it looks when it's a high that I just can't wrap my head around the mid. Like, I don't hate it. Like, as much as it's fun to clown on mids, it's kind of become the punching bag, like a Roche run where it's kind of become the punching bag of the secret community. (laughs) But, like, I don't hate it necessarily. It's just not for me. It's very much not for me. And the whole resale thing on it is just, it's mind-blowing just because if you've been in sneakers long enough, you know that mids have been sitting on shelves at Foot Lockers for most of existence. To be fair, most Jordans have been <laughs> sitting on shelves in the last few years up until yep. last the last dance release. That's fair. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. now the Georgetown 3 is selling out. Man, I was pissed yeah. about that. God damn it. <laughs> I got a gift card two days after they came out. And I was like, ooh, I'm going to oh. walk into Foot Locker and get the... Nope. No, you're not. <laughs> not unless you wear a size 13 and a half, buddy. <laughs> there is a reluctance in me to jump into uh, mids full force because mm-hmm. there are colorways that I like that they're putting out in mids and I like them a lot so much but there's that little speed bump that just stops me if anyone's listening and has Google uh, right next to them you can search the Jordan 1 mid Milan it's like it's yep. nice oh, you yeah, yeah that, seen those. that was the same nice. pack as the, the Paris low I remember yeah mm-hmm. yeah so I did buy like the Luca Doncic one yes Okay. Yeah. So, I thought it was lame that they made that a mid, even though once again we don't have anything against mids, but imagine they made it a high. Like fuck. <laughs> mm. <laughs> then I wouldn't have it. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Um, Joel, what about you? Do you think that uh Travis Scott wearing mids would change anyone's perception, your perception? Do you care what Travis Scott wears? Um and just the I guess just the general opinion on Jordan One mids now. That's what we've gotten into. What do you think? Um, I think regardless of what he wears or puts on his feet. It's gonna, it's gonna sell, I guess, to his market, like to his fans, his fan base. They're just gonna eat it up, um, like you said. Like mids, mids do sit on shelves, and I guess it's because you know people always look out for the highs, right? And and I don't know, man. I think, I think, I think whatever he wears will definitely, will definitely push it, like I guess to to sell out and whatnot. So. Is there someone yeah. that you can think of, Joel, that is uh, influences you enough that they could wear Jordan One mids and they would make you want to wear Jordan One mids? Oh man, like if if Chris would take like <laughs> some fire shots, man, that would definitely make me like, can't be oh, seen in public with them. But, uh, <laughs> join my OnlyFans and you'll see oh, those Jordan One mid pictures. <laughs> you got to put that in your bio, please. <laughs> Subscribe to my OnlyFans for Jordan One. In my mids. link tree. <laughs> subscribe join one mids and roshra and harachis all over Chris's <laughs> only fans only one mid fans <laughs> only one God. um calby what about you what do you think uh do you think that there's an audience for uh jordan one mids if travis puts them on his feet i mean i think nike does whatever they want to do your mids are selling you know what i mean like i i can't tell you how many times like, like maya has shown me a jordan one mid on StockX for 900 dollars us you know what i mean like straight up so i mean i don't know what we're talking about you know what i mean like if they're reselling for 900 dollars right now what what are we even talking about they're already there they're already doing that so mm-hmm. if kylie jenny jenner wore them then i think they'd go huge because i think the people wearing them are women 
and I think that the women yeah. accept them for 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 mids, and they're just wearing them every day like it's not a problem. So if Kylie Jenner wore them, mm-hmm. they go through the roof. If Travis wore them, maybe some dudes would wear them. But otherwise, I just think they're already doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah. I uh I walked I was at Markville Mall today in Markham and I walked by a consignment store out this world I don't know if they're uh mm-hmm. I think there's one in Montreal I believe there yeah. actually might be one in uh Alberta as well now There's one and here yeah The first thing like if you walk by any Foot Locker or anything like the 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 wall right beside the door is what they're trying to highlight for you like at any store really that's what they want to draw you in with that shit you not it's floor to ceiling because they don't give a fuck at this store apparently like there's yeah. no if you can't reach the shoe sorry you can't buy it but like floor to ceiling like 20 feet five six feet so like 10 rows deep jordan one lows and jordan one mids that's it like oh. repetitive like chicago bread whatever these colorways are called just five rows of all that stuff and that's what's drawing yeah. people in like Calby said like there's a market for it and i think that market is the one that is unable to like a more casual consumer or just someone who isn't able to get a jordan one high at this point is just like it's chicago jordan one mid fuck it like it's fine give it to me yeah don't care mm-hmm. yeah i think i think a lot of it is the trendy girls man that they don't they don't care about the colorways they want to see no. one that looks nice and they want a jordan one because it's hot yeah so then like because i see them all the time like uh I, I see women wearing white Air Force One lows and Jordan One mids, and that's yep. that's like the uniform. I see, mm-hmm. you know, yes. thirty people wearing that a day, like high school to college mm. girls. You know what I gotta ask you, Calby, to finish this off. If if Ronnie did a Jordan One mid collab slash if he started wearing them regularly, kind of like what he did with the Silver Bullet. I I personally give Ronnie all the credit for bringing back Silver Bullets ninety sevens. If you see Ronnie Feig, Feig, which one is Feig? Feig. I got to be careful here. <laughs> um, if you see him wearing a Jordan 1 mid or if he does a collab, are you first in line? What's going on? Yeah, for sure. If it's a collab, not if he wears it. Um, but if it's a collab. But but if he has a collab, yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. I'll buy it. Jordan I feel like, mid, I yeah, hell yeah. as a Kith fan, I feel like you should be and would be offended if he finally does a Jordan and the first one they give him is a Jordan one mid. <laughs> no, yo, I, I, it doesn't, Jordan one mids don't bother me. Like, I'm not that, I'm not a Jordan one dude, man. I, I like Jordan ones because I think they look good with anything. They're easy to wear. I'm not a like, you know what I mean? I got my one pair of breads that I was like, I need a pair of breads of the DMP pack. They got the jump man. Like, I don't care like yeah. at all. So I just, I like them cause they're easy to wear. I'm not a aficionado. Fair enough. Mm. He actually, uh, I, for, <laughs> I forgot to, I, sure, fair enough. Um, <laughs> he actually ended this, uh, Mike ended this with PS. I think it was sacrilegious that he and Nike dropped a leak of his Air Max one on Air Max day. Um, any thoughts on oh. that? What, Chris, what are your thoughts on this whole, like, it feels like, and this is just to me, the way that it was rolled out was, ah, shit, it's showing up late. Because apparently it's coming out in April. It feels like the production delays or shipping delays, mm-hmm. maybe it was on the Suez Canal for an extra six days, <laughs> who knows. But uh, like, yeah. it feels like it was that. And they were like, okay, we got to at least preview it. Like, Chris, what are your thoughts here? I mean, you mean the, the time of the release of the leak or the fact that there's actually a shoe coming out? You could do both. I, I I I kind of agree with Mike that it's like don't do a preview of a Travis. Like release it or don't. That's kind of like it's not. You can't celebrate Air Max Day by saying this is coming out next month. Like that's weird to me. 
Well, I don't think they're. He's trying to celebrate Air Max Day. I just think it just happened. To, like, why? Why not take advantage of the opportunity? Mm, that's fair. You know, like what, what would have been okay three days later, four, yes. seven. Like it, you know, yeah. it's coming in out, <laughs> out in April. So if it was like a day late, you'd be like, well, they missed the mark by a day, don't they know? Like it's that's true. Twenty six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Hmm. It's it's a marketing machine, right? Yeah. I'm sure it's not like oh, all of a sudden, uh, Stormy sat on his phone and boop, the photo leaked. It wasn't that. It was something was planned, man. Can we get one more boop from Chris before we move on? One what? Boop. Boop. Oh, he doesn't get it. Boop. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Mike, thank you for the question. We appreciate it. If you have, if you would like to submit a question for the fire round and have us answer it on the pod, please shoot us a message on Instagram or email us at canadagotsoul at gmail.com. Next up is the CGS picks. Each week, we all pick an upcoming sneaker to analyze, dissect, and give our thoughts on. Then we decide if it's poop, scoop, whoop de whoop, or Joel's trademark phrase. C'est très joli. Thank you for the oh. save there, Joel. And because uh, because Alvin's not here, I'm gonna go first. That just seems right. <laughs> and uh, my pick this week is so I've mentioned this before, but I'm not the biggest LeBron James fan. But he's got a pretty cool shoe coming out, and it's uh, an Air Max 95, which is really cool just off the bat. Mm. But uh, it's a mismatched pair of Air Max 95s in the Laker colorway. So you've got gold on one foot, purple on the other foot. And then, like, alternating highlights throughout. The only thing I think they did wrong with this shoe is the black midsole. Um, I think maybe a white midsole would have made it pop off a little bit more. But uh, I'm just not a black midsole guy. But overall, I'm a big uh, mismatched shoe fan. Purple and gold are very good colorways. I'm sure Calby would definitely agree with that. And, uh, yeah, I'm down. Like, these are cool. I, I don't see any LeBron James branding on them. I don't know if there's uh, more detailed photos that I haven't seen. There is. There is? Yeah. Okay. On the, underneath the shoe, it's, it has a bunch of his stats and such. All right. On so, the okay. They were going like to be. Four out of ten? <laughs> they were. <laughs> four, four out of ten? ten. Yeah. <laughs> we just four. lost like eight listeners just because of that. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> four out of ten. Oh, man. I had a higher average in grade 11 math. That's embarrassing. And it was. <laughs> I was not good at math. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, so they were going to be cute until I figured out that there was LeBron James relations actually on the shoe. And now they're a poop for me. They're not going to be a purchase for me. Oh. I'll go with the LeBron oh. 7 in the exact same theming and colorway that they did a couple months ago because those were cool and if i'm gonna get a lebron in purple and gold i'll get a lebron in purple and gold uh, like on purpose Mm. um joel what do you got i like joel's okay so what i got is the nike sb low um it's quote unquote the papa bears the reverse papa bears um i don't think it's the proper um nickname for the shoe but if you look at it it's the identical reverse of the Papa Bear, the, the colors just flipped and mm-hmm. it's just a little bit shorter because it's a low. Uh, but yeah, crazy shoe, man. Like obviously it doesn't have like the, the teddy bear fur on these, but um it's the outer, the outer, like the outer is brown. It's in the brown suede. Um the inners, the inner color, the colors um are in the tumbled navy. And the red laces and the red swoosh um, just comes together like such a beautiful shoe. The way that these are executed, 
Um, Papa Bear's Reverse, you got me, man. These drop sometime in 2021. Uh, 100 US, which is probably like 140, 130 Canadian. But yo, I'm on these, man. The shape of these is so good. Yeah, the shape is the like bullet toe. perfect. Ooh, yeah, man. there's no cliff toe on anything, and it, the fat the fat tongue comes back again. Yes. And yo, these are money, man. These Take are definitely, like you said, I don't know if reverse Papa Bear is what I would go with, but I, mm. I, I can obviously you can see it quite easily. You can see it, yeah. But yeah. the shape, that bullet toe. Oh man, that looks yeah, good. Man. Hopefully, they actually look like that when they release. Hopefully, if man. if they had like different lace lace color, like mm. I don't know, a what white or white? a navy, yeah. then would it have less? I don't know. It's not the lace; it's the swoosh. If you switch one of the colors, would it still be that good? Which, um, which color red? <laughs> like, is it the name that gets you guys, or is no, it really no. the colorway? I do. It's the like colors the for me, for me. right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's that curry brown, like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's they could have called it like a, a like a Levi's too. No, yeah, not the true, not man. the blue denim one, uh-huh. but this is kind of like when they go with the brown suede type of deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like real, man. Yeah, I like Levi's. Um, Chris, what yeah, do you man. got for us this week? Now I have the Nike Air uh, Air Max Tailwind Five mm. Skepta Skepta collab. Uh, it's coming out, uh, I think, April 2nd. And uh, I like these a lot. Like, a lot. Yeah, April 2nd? That's like, wow, that's very soon. Yeah. That's quick is, well, wait, when is this releasing? The third. Well, then you there you go. It's released. Wow. <laughs> I, I did it. I just did it. Boom. Yeah. And um, <laughs> the funny thing is, there there was a red pair. The same model, everything, but... All the pairs that I found of it were like B grades. Mm. Yeah, they were tagged as a B grade. B so grade. I was like, oh, okay, that's weird. I, I'm kind of like skeptical about, uh, check that, skeptical. Uh, skeptical. About oh. buying like a B grade. <laughs> but this one <laughs> seems like an official, official one. And I do prefer this shade of, I guess you can call it blue, uh, blue ocean type of deal. So I like yeah. these a lot. I entered one raffle. Let's see how it goes. I haven't seen them anywhere, cool. so you've entered more raffles than me. But nice. uh, yeah, 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 I'm good. I'm taking a sneaker hiatus for a couple months. So that's all good. Mm. Um, Calby, what do you got for us this week? Calby, why were you making that face and yelling at Chris? Because uh, that was on last week. It was on last week, but it's okay. No oh, it was. That. He was. But there was literally yeah. zero information about it last week, so it's okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a lot has happened in seven days, so it's it's well. fair enough. I'm okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about the B grade one. Yeah, he's talking about yeah, the. Yeah, there's definitely yeah, 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 no you know. red B grade talk. <laughs> um, <laughs> Cal, what do you got? Um, I got a shoe. I don't have very much information about it, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't read Japanese. Um, but uh, there's been leaked pictures of a new uh, Ronnie Five creation, the uh, RC thirteen hundred. Um, mm. I've seen two uh, two versions of it. One is brown and one is gray. They got suede and mesh, so uh, the toes mesh. There's little mesh spots, uh, suede around the toe and everywhere else. Got big. The big end logo is uh, embossed with the Kith monogram, which is nice. It's got the the five in Kith on the back, like the last RC thirteen hundred they did. And uh, it's cool. On the one toe, it's got a, a mini 
uh, NB logo, the one with the slashes through it, where you'd probably find a mini swoosh. And on the other toe, it's got a Pegasus, which Kith has used uh, many times throughout their collections. So, uh, yeah, it's cool. One, like I said, one was gray, one is brown. I don't, I don't read Japanese, so I have no idea when it's coming out. But it has been on the cover of some Japanese sneaker magazine, so it's official. And that's all the information I have. <laughs> Calby, you really seem like the type who would learn how to read Japanese just to figure out when a Kith collaboration is releasing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yo, I think I when I, the one picture is on Instagram and I clicked translate and it just said coming soon. <laughs> and then I couldn't read none of the comments because you can't you can't translate yeah, the comments. Calby went and got another phone and did like the translate thing with the camera and was like oh, scrolling yeah. through. <laughs> you yeah, can ask uh, Maya. She speaks Japanese. Oh. Oh cool. Yeah, she's fluent. Seriously? Dope. Yeah, seriously. She can read it too? I don't know about that. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Can you imagine watching enough anime to learn an entire new language? That's incredibly impressive. <laughs> that's yeah, that's dedication. That Yeah, dedication yeah. is not the word I use, but yeah, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. We'll ne- find out if she can read it tonight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's going to message her while we're recording. She's yeah. like, coming soon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's going to be like yeah. scrolling through with the camera on translate and trying yeah. to sound like a genius. <laughs> Next up, This Week in Kicks. This is the part of the show where we discuss the current headlines and happenings in the world of sneakers. And this is a very big one seems to have caused a massive tidal wave in the uh, sneaker world a little bit. So, uh, yeah, of all people, it was Lil Nas X who just sent the sneaker world on fire. I never thought that I would be saying that ever in my life. Uh, Personally, did not know he still did anything after Old Town Road. I wouldn't. Mm. I would release that song, make money off of seven-year-olds, and just sit on my yacht for all of eternity because, but whatever, good for him. Um, so yeah. if you haven't seen it already, Lil Nas X, once again, that's the Old Town Road guy, partnered up with uh, sneaker customizer Mischief, those are the people who made those Jesus shoes a couple years ago, to create Ooh. what they called a Satan shoe. I wish I had sound effects for like thunder or something because it does sound very spooky. Um, the shoe is uh, an Air Max 97 dressed in mostly black with red accents featuring a pentagram and several other demonic hits, which is okay. And um, as well as an air bubble <laughs> full of red dyed some sort of liquid. And each pair actually also features a drop of human blood in the air bubble as well. So that's Who's who? Who's blood? First, so there's yeah. uh 666 pairs. So I guess somebody had 666 drops of blood taken from their body. <laughs> um, so that's just the news that obviously set the internet on fire. People were not happy, and there was a lot of uh, more casual sneaker people or uh, non-sneaker people at all who saw these pictures on CNN, BNN, Bloomberg, mm-hmm. wherever. And we're calling basically for Nike to be beheaded and crucified and like exercised because they thought they were an actual pair of Nike shoes. And in retaliation to this, Nike is now suing mischief um, for what they say, selling the unauthorized Satan shoes, which they say are likely to cause confusion and dilution and create an erroneous association between mischief's products and Nike. Um, Nike says in the short time since the announcement of the Satan shoes, Nike has suffered significant harm to its goodwill, including consumers who believe that Nike is endorsing Satanism. That's the most dramatic thing I've read ever in my life. <laughs> Crazy. 
I don't yeah. even know where to start with that. So, I mean, the thing that got me, first of all, how do we feel about the shoes? Is there any opinions here? I feel like I know Calby, when I mentioned I want to talk about these, was like, please, let's talk about it. So, Calby, give us your opinion <laughs> on the <laughs> shoes. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, 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 I did not say that. Um, <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> no, oh, oh, I, they're, they're disgusting, man. They're gross. Um, I mean, Nike should be seeing Little Nas X. He's the one that has the money, so you might as well okay. sue him. I think he's a plant from the beginning. I think he's doing what he's supposed to do, which mm-hmm. is just to make media headlines. I don't think he's an artist. I don't think. I think he was signed for the reason to do this. Mm-hmm. I think he's a plant and it's gross and good for him. Like <laughs> doing a good job, man. I mean, that's what yeah. I found crazy. It was on CNN. Like this is like, if you're looking for media and attention, then you got it. Yeah. 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 I don't give it any more of my time. Like any no. IG posts, articles I haven't clicked. I didn't read through the details of it. I didn't know it was a, I don't know that guy whose name was Mischief. I don't care. And it's not a uh it's not a religion thing. It's not a, it gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it I don't know there's there's a you guys know about the Heaven's Gate Nike's? Yes. Uh, samples, right. samples. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The the Nike Decades it's like a there was like the this cult called Heaven's Gate and like everyone everyone just did like a mass suicide and they were all wearing the same fucking pair of Nikes. Yeah. That gives me the fucking creeps. Like I, the pictures of that, like just the shoe gives me the fucking main reason I won't wear all black Nikes with a white swoosh is because of that. Wow. Like it, it reminds me of that, you know? Yeah. So I don't know if it's your thing, go for it. If, if you, if it's your thing and you mean no harm to anyone, all right. But I don't know, man. For me, myself, I'm just like pass. I uh, so I agree with what Calby said. Like, it definitely feels like a huge marketing thing. And if you wanted yeah. attention, then you got it. The there was like a little brief explanation. I don't know if it was like a thread of tweets or whatever. But um, Lil Nas X is a gay man. I didn't know this before this, but apparently it's some something surrounding like, oh, this is how the church um mm. has portrayed. Um, homophobia or home like uh, homosexuals over time they've treated us like the devil so this is kind of a nod to that so there was that little aspect to it but i also like uh, speaking out of a place where i cannot even really speak to that that doesn't seem like the way you would go like it doesn't seem like it was that stunt it seems kind of like uh let's do this crazy thing but also talk about this at the same time um and it feels like you kind of like degraded your own point in a way like if you were trying to make that Mm. point then you could have made it in a more in a way that would be a lot more well received personally Mm. is what i think i I, once again not really in a position to speak about that but uh yeah it's joel you wearing shoes with blood in them or no it's (laughs) hell no man (laughs) sorry like you said like like yeah but piggybacking on what you said like there are positive ways of of you know, bringing that, you know, to light, so to say, you know what I mean? Instead of like going in that dark realm and going that route and especially throwing like a pentagram on the shoe and, you know, that really hits home to other people that, that have gone through, you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. And I don't know, like, like Chris said, it gives him the heebie-jeebies. It gives me like goosebumps, man. Like this is messed up. Like that blood too, that when you move the shoe too, that 
I don't know, man. That's not cool. I didn't even like the Jesus shoes. Like, I don't care. Like, the religion, no, yeah, I don't religion aside, either, it's right? all stupid. Yeah. I, to me, yeah. I think all yeah. of it is dumb. I, yeah, I feel like that, like exactly what Calby said, they're playing on the fact that, yes, we're going to get a ton of press around this, yeah. ton of media. Mm-hmm. And anyone who has like a five minutes of free time here on their docket is going to plug it in and talk yeah. about it. And not everyone's going to have the same fucking opinion. Everyone's going to have the same. It's either yes or no. And all yeah. for the same reasons. I just rather not even have it out there. It's like a... It's a ploy for sure. It's a it's a mm. play, like Calby said. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like he did he did release a music video at the exact same time, right? Yeah. You guys know yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. And he's yeah. like And to be honest, you know, I don't feel for the devil. Yeah. It doesn't change my opinion of uh Lil Nas X at all. It me, it's the the uh for me, I don't know, it's the play. The play, it's like we're definitely gonna bank tons of media coverage off oh, this, yeah. regardless of what we put. What we say about it, mm-hmm. no one cares. It's just the fact that the headline, the headline got everyone. That's it. Yeah. Satan shoes. You called it Satan shoes. That's, right. And you made all the white Christians mad. Like that was what they wanted to do when they did it. <laughs> um, but, uh, Yo, but I, I swear, aren't white people the more devil worshippers too? Yeah. Like, I was like, who likes this shoe? It's got to be white people, man. Like, <laughs> I bet you if you look at the Shopify sales, it was definitely primarily crazy white people who bought this shoe. Because <laughs> that's also the only people I know who listen to Old Town Road. But that's just, <laughs> yeah. just on the side. But like, I just kind of like, the only thing that I can draw from this, like we'll we'll leave that to bed kind of thing, um, because that's different. But like assuming this is making a big assumption because I don't know for sure, assuming all six hundred and something pairs of this are authentic Nike Air Max ninety sevens that are in fact customized, and Nike sends a cease and desist. Is this setting a precedent, a dangerous precedent to other customizers? Or do you think this is kind of a one-off? Because it's, if, as for me, if I'm Mosh, like the guy who started customization mm-hmm. in my eyes, mm-hmm. I'm kind of tiptoeing a little bit when I do my next one. Like if, if Nike doesn't like this or if it br- rubs somebody the wrong way, if I do a Black Lives Matter Nike shoe, Air, Air Force One Black Lives Matter, and all the white people get mad, and then Nike has to be like, man, don't make that shoe. Like are you... Do you see this kind of also making the big assumption that these are all authentic Nike shoes that were customized? Do you see potential for like, uh, I don't know, just a little bit of danger? I get here. it. Yeah. It's like a precedent. And yeah. now Nike can go after anyone at this point. Yes. But then, then, then you're wondering, you know, maybe Nike put this whole this whole sting operation together. Ooh, I like the conspiracies. Let's, let's run know? with this. Go. <laughs> I mean, it, they are just, they're smart. Mm-hmm. They're smart. Right. And like, and like we mentioned before, any opportunity that shines a good light on them, why not? Or that's advantageous to them. Why not? And if they they do manage to do this weird fucking play to get this done and get it the way we think they want it set up where they have control over stuff that, but you don't really realize that they have control. That's the best situation for them. Yeah. Like obviously because they didn't stop the production of the Jesus shoe. I don't Mm -hmm. think that it obviously doesn't have to do with customization. It has to do with the theming of the customization, but, um, 
yeah, I would just be, I would be scared, man. As a creator, I would be like, man, if, if Nike can shut down mischief or get money or make them stop or something, then I'm scared to make something that con- could be controversial or like is a strong opinion of something. I don't know. Um, Calby, what do you think here? You think this is, uh, a one-off or this is gonna it could it potentially turn into something a little bit more dangerous we'll say in terms of censorship of customize customizers i i think uh i think a lot of it has to do with two things and one is Lil nas x and the him being involved with it and bringing so much light to it um that's that's like and that there's 666 pairs you know what i mean it's not you're making a one-off you're not making a five pair drop lucky to get your size. You're making 666 pairs. You're charging a thousand dollars each pair and you got a celebrity's name on the tag. So that's kind of why I think it's different than that. I don't think they're going to go after the dude. That's, you know what I mean? Dropping Mm. by these $1,200 customs. There's their one-offs compared to buy 666 pairs of these with, Little Nas is on his however many followers he's got saying, Hey, look at these shoes. Like, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. But is sorry, go ahead. Oh, I know. I was just gonna say, like, <clears throat> with Chris's point, too, I could see that being a whole thing because, like I said, like Lil Nas X, I think, is a planet, so he just does what he's told to do. So, yeah. if, like, the record company and Nike got together and they were like, Yo, let's get some spins on this video, let's get our names trending. I think that could very well be the case. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Um, is this any different than, uh, it seems like forever ago now, is this any different than Warren Lotus? What's going on with or what happened with them? Or is this a similar thing? I think, I think this is different because, because of the shock value, mm-hmm. like the, the Lotus thing, did it, did it hit like regular media as hard? No, exactly. Yeah. So this is, this was shock value. This was a, a, Get in, get out, see what happens, you know? Yeah. Like, isn't Lotus still making shoes? Yeah, they're trash, but yeah, he is. Yeah. Exactly. Like, they're, <laughs> he's still making, he's still producing his stuff. So, and they have, like, I don't know. Yeah. Didn't he move to, like, another silhouette? Yeah. <laughs> sort of. Like yeah. a Jordan one. <laughs> he made his own dumb. Amid. Yeah, he made his yeah. own dumb. Amid. It's terrible. That's what it, so it, it showed everybody when he has act to actually create something, he's not very good at it. Um, no. Straight up. Yeah, like, I think that the whole Warren Lotus thing was to save face within the sneakerhead community because it did blow up on all the sneak big sneaker blogs and everything. Everyone mm. was like, What the fuck's going on with this? Like you can't make a Stussy and just change the swoosh. And this whole play is to save face with the regular, I hesitate to say, community, like literally just regular folk who saw it and didn't know that a customized shoe was even a thing. And we're just like, a Nike Satan shoe? Because Nike actually made official statements to all the big media outlets to make sure, (laughs) like officially saying, this is not a Nike shoe. And they're now, I think they're just suing them to save face. I bet you they don't care if they get a dime. They just want to make sure that everyone knows, like, we're really, really against this so much so that we'll Mm. put lawyers on it. Like, I don't think that it's anything more than that, personally. Mm. Mm. We will see. We will not update it. And if it was a Nike shoe, I'd be worried that my Nikes are cursed. Like, I would be be worried to wear Nikes again. If Nike was putting on this devil, devil worshiper Satan shoe, I would be looking at the rest of my Nikes different. Like, I think I would agree with you. On. I think I would agree with you. I don't know if I would look at Nike the same way if Nike okayed this 
the yeah. whole thing. If this was officially night, that's a different discussion for a different day. That could be a whole different thing. But uh, yeah, no, let's not get into more devil stuff. Let's move on. Next up, <laughs> previously in kicks, this is the part of the show where we review our latest pickups and recap the latest happenings in our sneaker lives. And um, I'll go first quickly. So uh, the Adidas Canada family sends over. They've seen me. They know. They're like, yo, this guy is a hiker man's now. <laughs> they see me out in the streets of the forest. Like, yo, this guy's banging some trails. He is stepping on some trees and twigs. He is snapping necks out there in the forest. We got to hook this guy up. So they sent <laughs> over the uh, Pharrell Williams Terex Free Hiker Cold Ready Hiking Shoe. It's a very long name. There's a lot of abbreviations. That's what it's called, an abbreviation on the box. Um, but yeah, they're... Typically, I'm not a triple black guy. These are from the whole Pharrell Williams triple black, black collection. These, it works, man. I think it works really well. These are like yeah. hard oz. Like if you're there, someone messaged me when I posted them and they were like, yo, you don't do triple black. And I was like, I typically don't. But like, these are hard, bro. Like these are really cool. Like they're meant to get dirty. So I don't want a white shoe anyways. But uh, yeah. I'm excited, man. I'm ready for spring now. Bring on the rain and the mud. Let's go. Give it to me. Um, Joel, all I got to say is... uh, No, go ahead. Yeah. You you spend one weekend in a cottage and all of a sudden... (laughs) (laughs) Bro, I came back... Got the Tarex thing coming in. You want to know what's funny? I bought... Rolling um, in. I don't know if it... I think this is a Canada-wide thing, but I could be wrong. The Princess Margaret Lottery. Is that a Canada-wide thing? The, The charity lottery? I don't know. Is it not? I don't know. Definitely no, I don't not in so. Quebec, though. Not, Quebec in, not in Quebec. Quebec. No. Nothing's in Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's a charity lottery for the Princess Margaret Foundation, which is cancer research, and they do it every year, and they have, like, massive pride, like, houses and stuff, cottages, oh, cars, cash, and it's, like, $100 for one ticket. Uh, it all goes towards cancer research, and there's, like, thousands of prizes. You can win, like, toasters and shit. I shit mm-hmm. you not, the day I got back from the cottage when I was there a month ago, I bought... I was like, I need to get a cottage, but I can't afford a cottage. And I bought a ticket for the Princess Margaret Lottery. Because <laughs> I was like, this is my in to the cottage market. I need that second place prize of a cottage and $50,000 cash. So I bought, I spent $100 on a ticket. And I was like, but, but also yeah. for charity. No. Charity, yeah. No, but also no. for charity. <laughs> Honestly, secondary, but oh, it's, it's, it, it still went there. It doesn't matter my intention. It still went to charity. <laughs> <laughs> that's my story wish me luck april 15th is the drawing i'll see you guys uh, cool. see you guys at my cottage on april 16th um <laughs> joel anything for you in the last week uh no no sneaker pickups at all no Zero. sneaker pickups didn't you lower mm-hmm. your whip though yeah man i slapped on the uh the coilover set that i got um i got my homie um the mechanic uh hooked it up and uh yeah it sits nice man Rides nice and everything. So are you that Let's guy go. who like I'm behind in the plaza and it takes me forty <sighs> minutes to get out because you're like crawling over? Yeah, the speed I'm bumps. scraping. I'm <laughs> scraping on. The speed, I'm scraping on my driveway. Oh shit! Like that that incline is. Like, so but you it's take still, everything it's, at an angle now. Yeah, it's at forty five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> speed bumps at forty five. <laughs> One wheel at a time. One wheel at a time. That's the. I didn't know that was the way. <laughs> that's like uh you know two miles an hour so everybody sees you right yeah, man, yeah. No slow, yeah. that's why so everyone sees you yeah uh <laughs> chris anything for you in the last little while 
Yeah, I actually got a package from uh, Net Magnetism. Ooh. I won a mystery box in one of the uh, recent raffles, Sick. and it just arrived today. It I got actually a, a nice a beanie, a toque. Oh, is that what you guys call it? Yeah, and a uh, a pair of sneakers, the Converse Chuck Taylor, the Golf Wang pair. Oh, nice! It's like the multicolored oh, cool. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty cool. So and I also got a uh, a shoe in the mail that I can't speak of yet. Okay, that was exciting. Thanks. Yeah, that makes for it's good cool. content. And Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> everyone, listen to Chris's podcast so you can hear the rest yeah. of that story. Yeah, I won't tell them, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll reveal it. No, I won't. Wow, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's fine. No one wants to know anymore. It's fine. No one wants to know about your eighth pair of Union ones. It's it's old news mm. now. <laughs> um, anything else, or is that it? That's it. Um, yeah. Sorry, you're. <laughs> oh, I was I? talking to Calby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're so stupid. Um. <laughs> don't tell him. Don't tell him what I got. Don't tell him what I got. <laughs> Yo, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Calby, anything for you recently? <laughs> um, th- this year I haven't gotten too much. Uh, I've been doing a little bit of uh, clothing, but uh, I did get a, a package in uh, from uh, the East today from uh, the Beast from the East uh, that's on the podcast with us, Chris here, and uh, <laughs> it, it involved. Uh, I got a Biggie, the Biggie Kith poster from the yes. uh, Biggie and Kith drop. As well as uh, a pair of uh, vegan sambas. Oh, Adidas nice. sambas, the vegan pair in white. And uh, when you're talking about who could influence me to wear a Jordan One mid, it would be Jerry Lorenzo. Uh, and that is where that shoe comes from. And it's uh, mm. it's become a team shoe for us because we all saw Jerry wear it and was like, "Damn!" Like Jerry <laughs> made those look awesome. So uh, yeah, that's uh, that's my most recent one. Could Jerry make you go vegan? No, no, I no, no. Could Ronnie make you, you are go what vegan? You eat, right? Oh. That... <laughs> no. The thing about I mean, that, I mean, I'm pretty sure Ronnie's Jewish, so he might not eat pork, and I love bacon. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Jerry's all holy, and I'll be out here swearing. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> and the thing about footwear. like sneakers, if you're wearing a sneaker that someone else is wearing people will see it but what you eat you got to be eating in front of them or you got to tell them that you're not eating mm-hmm. particular food so that's you know so basically what he's saying calby is you could lie and say you're vegan and just hope no one ever asks you and just pretend and live your life like you're vegan yeah well i'm gonna try to find one of those blondes in la you know what i mean trader joe's like hey well, oh are those Boom. vegan Yes, they are. <laughs> no one saw, but Calby just did. I don't know what it was, this move. I hope he doesn't actually do that move when he's talking to girls. <laughs> he kind of did like a, like a kick, of, kick his heel out and like yeah. take his top hat off. I don't know what that move was. It's because you only saw from the shoulders up. Oh, okay. See the below the shoulders, that's what, that's what they're seeing. If I saw the belly dance and hip movement, then I would have been in love. Okay, got it. No the problem. Pelvic, pelvic thrust. <laughs> yeah. Calby getting arrested for thrusting his pelvis in Trader Joe's in LA. Yeah, that sounds sounds about right. That's on brand for Calby. 
Next up, thumbs up, thumbs down. In this part of the show, we give our opinion on various sneaker-related topics with zero context or discussion. All we're allowed to say is thumbs up or thumbs down. And uh, we did this one before, but this was in the very early days before the shoe actually came out. And I want to do it again because I feel like a lot of people's opinions have changed on it. And I want to know... Is it the Air Max Skepta? No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care about your opinion on that shoe anymore. We cared last week. <laughs> um, I want to know thumbs up, thumbs down to the Yeezy Foam Runner that just released oh. the, the skeleton fish thing. I am a thumbs down, Calby. Way down. Way down. Jason Derulo. No, I don't know who that is. Jay Sean. Down, down, down. Um, Joel. Down. Chris. Up. That's not surprising. <laughs> I can't express. How unsurprised I am at that result. <laughs> Next up, NSR. We talk about sneakers a lot. So in this <laughs> weekly segment, we're going to take 30 seconds out of the show to discuss something completely irrelevant to the world of sneakers. And uh, we had a good discussion about music last week. And we're going to have another one this week because Calby's here and he likes music. And he's probably going to hate all of our answers. But I want to know, and I feel like this is like a long-standing thing for music. What makes the song? Is it the lyrics? Or is it the beat? Ooh, ooh, ooh. And you can only choose one. You can only make a general statement. I'm going to go first, and I hope this makes a splash in all of Calby's life, but I personally think it's the beat. I really do. Lyrics are important. There's some dumbass songs that are really catchy with their beat, and I'd be bumping them in the car with the sunroof open. Old Town Road, baby. Give me that. <laughs> I'll take my horse down to the Old Town Road. I don't care. Um, Calby, I might have to mute him because he's going to start swearing soon. Um, <laughs> Joel, what about for you? Is it the lyrics or the beat that oh, makes man. the song? This is tough, man. Um, I'm going to have to go with you and say the beat. Because you can just have like a crazy beat and just go and just, you know, Say a nursery rhyme or something. <laughs> mm. No, that's a fact. Calby is literally chomping at the bit. Like he looks like it's <laughs> tough. Though it's tough. It's a tough. Calby is so stressed. He wants to talk so bad. But Chris, no, I mean, like... no, I'm stressed. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah, Chris. Dude. What about what is it for you? Um, I really had to put some thought into this, so it's a good question, Lawrence. Mm. Um, but I'm gonna have to go with lyrics, and the reason mm. is. The songs I love the most, I learned the lyrics to. Mm-hmm. Right? I learned the lyrics, and so I can sing along. True. Yeah. That's a I can't answer. Beatbox, so there's that too. <laughs> if you could beatbox, <laughs> it may be a different answer. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I can't beatbox. I'm just going to beatbox right now, though. Oh, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Boop. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Look at this guy circle back around. Redemption. It's so sweet. It's so Thanks for sweet. joining us. This was episode 165. We cannot. It was not 165, first of all. But uh, <laughs> we can't go on after that. We might have to skip Calby for this question. No, Calby. Calby, what is it? Lyrics or beat? No pressure. Um. I mean, I have to, I have to go with lyrics. I, I, cause mm. I just have to, but in the last few years, like it's hard for me. Like we literally just had this discussion the other day and, uh, I was saying like, like J Cole's super lyrical guy. Right. Mm. But the reason 
I'm not a huge J. Cole fan is because I get tired of J. Cole rapping on J. Cole beats. Mm. So, like, that's why it's, like, it's confusing. And, like, even I'm not about the new trap music or whatever like that or whatever you want to call it, mumbo rap or whatever, the new rap, the new generation of rap. But when you hear it in the club, it goes off, you mm. know? So, yeah. Beats have grown so much for me, but I, I have to say lyrics because yeah, I have to. Anybody who battle battle rap has no has no yeah, beat. there's no there's yeah. no <laughs> that's a fact. Yeah, no one can see Calby right now, but he's like itching, like twitching, yeah, like having yeah. to answer the question. Literally hurt yeah. him. It was painful for him. The reason yeah. I, the reason I thought of this question is because I was listening to that new song by Justin Bieber, Peaches. It's mm-hmm. really good. But I was listening to the lyrics and I was like, these are stupid. <laughs> these are really <laughs> stupid. Why have I listened to this song eight times in a row? And I was like, because it's sunny outside and I like the beat and the 808 doo-wops. That's it. Yeah. Like, that's it. <laughs> um, go ahead, Chris. You know who does that a lot too? Bruno Mars. Bruno yeah. Mars His yeah. lyrics are, are like dumb. Yeah. So very, very specific. Yes. But he sings so well. <laughs> You're like, it. God damn, this guy's good. Yeah. It's like if you could hear it through a wall, then then that's then it would be perfect. Like just like the surrounding beat, you don't need the actual details of it. That's it. Dripping um, in finesse. Oh, the what instrumental. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> instrumental. Sorry. There you go. Um, <laughs> all right. Next up. So we kind of we talked about this a little bit earlier, and we actually had a really lengthy discussion before we started the podcast about this. But um, NFTs. So it's kind of been like the buzzword of like the entire social media realm for the last month or so, I'll say. It's definitely not a new thing, but it's definitely been blowing up a lot recently. Um, we're going to let Calby again do his best um, description of what an NFT is. And I'm going to fill in the blanks for him afterward. <laughs> Go oh, ahead. Geez, man. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> so... <clears throat> It's some some. What's the token name? What's the name of it? Non fungible token. token. Non fungible so token. It's a token, and <laughs> and so it's 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 something that can be put on anything really digital. That uh, like, I'm just gonna go art because that's the easiest way to kind of explain it. Yep. So someone makes a digital piece of art and they they put it through the process of making it an NFT. That means that. It's the original and there's proof of it being the original. And so these sell, you have the original. It's almost like uh, OG Jordan versus a retro Jordan, let's say. And the OG is always worth more than the retro is. And so that's what these pieces are. And what's really good about them is that they're always tracked and the original creator always is attached to that. So no matter no matter how much it sells for later, the creator always gets paid royalties off it, even for resale. Like selling it on StockX, Tinker Hatfield would still make money off of that because mm-hmm. he was the one that created it. And uh, yeah, and you can put it on anything. They're putting on music now. They're starting to put it on tweets and memes. So that way, even these people that can create these memes that go viral and everybody sees them, can actually make money off of these memes and same with the tweets. So for creators, it's something very cool. And I don't know for the collectors, it's almost just like bragging rights. Yeah. 
So yeah. Calby basically Calby covered it. And for anybody wondering, this is gonna relate to sneakers. This isn't just us turning into something completely random. Um but yeah, Calby basically covered it. Like you're basically owning a digital footprint that is original and unique and cannot be altered or messed with. It's it's the one basically, like the best way to describe it. Like the guy who had the first ever tweet on Twitter sold that tweet so basically the ownership of that tweet as an nft for thousands and thousands of dollars um if he were to sell it it's all on a blockchain so it first started with this guy he sold it to somebody that's recorded on the blockchain so you can follow it wherever it goes forever and ever amen um cannot be messed with so you can always validate authenticity um and it's all run through like a cryptocurrency so it's all digital as Calby mentioned, it's it's turning more now to creators. So you can like create something, you can create a piece of art, digital piece of art, and sell the original quote unquote, like this is the one as an NFT um, and make your money. But you also still own the reprint rights to it. That was something major that I learned about them. So you can still reprint it. But the original one is the NFT is supposed to be. Um, so think of like art collectors who like say Jay-Z has bunches, a bunch of bunch of art. Um, it only is worth that much because Jay-Z paid that much for it. And then if Jay-Z sells it, it's only worth that much because someone else is going to pay that much for it. It's the same thing as an NFT. Um, it's just worth whatever someone's willing to pay for it. It may go up, it may go down, but there seems to be a market for it just because it's one of one. Anything that's limited is always going to hold value. Um, the way I wanted... Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Just the way I wanted to relate this to sneakers. Have you guys heard of NBA Top Shot? Yes, you've heard of it. So essentially what yeah. it is, and this is was brilliant timing. It kind of just worked out for the NBA. <laughs> but uh, it's digital trading cards, essentially. But they're highlights. So it's a video. And they made them NFTs. So you go on NBATopshot.com. And this really took advantage of like the whole resurgence in uh, basketball cards and sports cards. But uh, you go on nbatopshot.com and you buy just basically a booster pack. Like you would walk into your convenience store and buy a booster pack of um, NBA cards or basketball cards. You can digitally buy it. You rip it open and it's all randomized. And let's say you get five highlights. And the really sick highlights, like a LeBron poster, is obviously going to end up being worth more because it's cooler. And then there's shit like a Kyle Lowry charge is probably not worth the same amount. Um, but that's, so this is kind of where I wanted to go with the whole sneaker thing, because there's some of these top shot things are selling for hundreds of thousands of dollars to say that you own like, and they're not even one of ones. Let's say there's a LeBron highlight and it's a one of five, um, in the entire world. People, I think there's, they're selling for like hundreds of thousands of dollars, 150, $200,000. Um, and it's the same as a, a trading card. Like you, you own a piece of paper that says, Hey, look, I own this card. Um, it only means something if you show it to somebody. So same as digital, um and you're just collecting it so it's the same thing but you can own a highlight a video highlight reel okay that was a lot of talk but let's make it to sneakers now (laughs) what if nike did this what if nike because they already have started there's a brand that does sneaker trading cards what if nike said yo we're gonna release sneaker nfts random boxes whatever whatever you want to call it there's five Chicago Jordan ones in there. There's a bunch of Roches and Skepta um, TNs or whatever they're called. Uh, but there's only five Chicago ones. Do you think people would buy into that? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh yeah, for sure. It's like anything, but like you'll have the the group that's investors, 
and you'll mm-hmm. have the group that's actual maybe sneakerheads. I don't know if sneakerheads have any money extra to just put that into like NFTs. If they did, they'd be smart and they they would get into it uh, before the bubble bursts, if there's mm. a bubble. And you know, it I wouldn't see it so much as a sneaker. I'm sorry. It's not the sneaker portion of it that would be alluring. It's just the fact that it's an MNFT. Okay. For me, because it's a proven market where people are willing to spend tons of money continuously for something that they have tons of, right? So these people definitely can be duped into, I'm not not (laughs) saying NFTs duping, (laughs) but like, I mean, you're going to have tons of people bidding on it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um. Like the thing, I I think I agree with you guys that if you make something limited, and especially if it's like this is an official Nike initiative, we're gonna do sneaker NFTs, we're gonna sell them in random boxes, blind boxes, whatever you want to call them, and you could own one of four Nike Air Mags, or you could open a bunch of. It's like opening a deck of Pokemon cards. You might get a Charizard, but you might get a bunch of like fucking whatever stupid power things or whatever. Um. Calby, are you buying into this? I know you've been like not invested in it, but you've been paying attention to it. So, do you see uh, a market for something like that? I um again, yeah, uh, it's an NFT, so I think there's a huge market for it. Um, but I like myself. I I, I would get it if if I got it, I would get it to flip it. Um, right. I'm not a collector. I would not get it to collect it. Um, I like to have the things. I, I collected CDs until they made it hard to find you. <laughs> buy um so like yeah but for what it is as an nft you definitely sell and there definitely be people rich people that would want to collect the sneaker nfts they would want to have it like um i think nikki diamonds is doing one right yeah, is nikki he diamonds did a tiffany one yeah so did it sell has he done that yet i don't know if they've done it yet i think it's one of those like there's three or four of them that he's making and uh i don't know that it has released yet but yeah nikki diamonds it's the first like sneaker related thing i've seen um related to nfts but that's not once again not a nike thing like i think if they did it similar to the top shot thing i think there there's definitely a market for it but like so you guys would do it to flip it which is 100 percent fair but what about the because there's people who buy shoes and don't wear them. They just want to have them. And then everyone says, like, why do you have it? Like, unless people come to your house to look at them. And they're like, I just want to have it. Do you think there's people right. out there who would just buy it just to have it? Maybe. But there's yeah. so much of a... There's so much of an opportunity to make money. Yeah. It's the same as... All right, I'm going to buy this uh, Union Jordan 3 just to, just to save it. Just to have it. But then it jumps tenfold. It jumps twentyfold. What are you going to do? Just still keep it with you? Maybe some people have the extra disposable to do that, but a guy in, I assume, our situation would jump at the opportunity to just flip it, you know? And just say, hey, I once owned (laughs) an NFT of like a Jordan 3, blah, 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 you know? Is that not the same then as just a shoe? That if it you bought it for retail and then it all of a sudden yeah. it's a like you know it's an off white you got for two hundred fifty dollars Canadian now it's five thousand is that not the exact same thing then it's the exact same thing at a certain point it doesn't make for me for the way I collect it doesn't make sense for me to keep a shoe any longer because it's worth so much money you know Joel do you see uh, as the uh, resident OG 
on the podcast. Do you see a future for something like this? I know like when we started when I first heard about this, I was like, this is the most foreign concept. Why would I buy a digital version of something? I could literally just Google images it and make it my wallpaper whenever I want. Why would I do this? And then as you get more into the collector aspect of like this is officially the one, then it's okay. I can get on board with that. Do you, do you see like a future for this kind of thing, Joel, in sneakers with something like that? Well, I'm just I'm just learning this just like right now. Uh, this is news to me, but I'm <laughs> but I'm from what I'm taking in right now, I would be on this. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> Joel's like hearing for real. hundreds of thousands of dollars, and he's like, "Yes, I'm in there." Yeah, man. Like you, if you have the opportunity to cake on like you know, of of a resell of your of your original. Like, you know what I mean? Then, yeah, I'm in it. Because, like, you know, if you're going to say, like, if it's like a, a sneaker, once you sell that sneaker, you're going to get that cash and that's it. But with this now, you're saying that if that person were to resell it again, you're still going to, that money will still come back down to you. Well, do only the creator. Yeah, only okay. the, the creator. creator. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, in, in any deal with the NFT, I think you can negotiate to have a portion. Yeah, terms. That's I'm sure true. there's... Yeah, yeah. You, you could definitely right. do that. Yeah, you're okay. right. You could definitely do that. Yeah. So okay. then I'm in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Joel is just seeing dollar sign. Joel is like, what was that website? NBA Top Shot. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It, it um, would be pretty cool to buy a, a, cool, man. a mystery box. Like, let's say the yeah. mystery box costs yeah, yeah. 150 bucks, right? In you there. get mm. maybe three... And then you do pull that one and you're like, yo, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just banked. It's done. I'm yeah. selling this. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know which market is more volatile or which can be like, which market, like the sneaker market versus like a blockchain for NFTs for sneakers. Mm. Which one is more predictable? Which one is more, has more volatility? Like which one has more opportunity to like grow right you know what who 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 determines which sneaker gains a lot of value that's the same as regular sneakers mm. yeah it's really yeah like for me from everything when i look into it i look more from the creators aspect mm -hmm. um okay Okay, because yeah, that yeah. that's why I like it because I like these creators can find a way to get paid like i saw mm -hmm. a guy exactly uh, a photographer and he didn't think that photography was going to sell on NFTs. So then he teamed up with this other digital artist that didn't think his type of digital art would sell on NFTs. And they joined their fo his photos with his digital art. And he said he made more in that one auction than right. he makes in a whole year doing photography. Yeah. And, and, um, and one of his buddies bought it and saw the price jump from $150 to $4,000 overnight. And his buddy messaged him and said, yo, I bought this to support you. I don't really know what it is. Don't be mad at me. I'm going to sell it. <laughs> and the creator says, please do. Sell it yeah. right now. Because like, I, I money. want that money too. I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please sell it. And yeah. so that's where I look at it from. Because even, you know what I mean? We're talking sneakers. If I could start putting NFTs on my sneaker photos, <laughs> yeah. I'm in. Like, come You're in. Different, bro. We can put NFTs on the podcast. Like, I'm in. Yeah. Let's do it. Like, Man, if we put an NFT on this, we would owe people money. There, people are not paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, so you who owns know. it? And it's just floating there. Yeah. No one's touching it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even on the blockchain. It's like nope. decided. It's on like the it's on the block string over there to the side. <laughs> I need. I need to. So. 
the whole authenticity thing in sneakers has obviously been a big thing. I know Nike added those uh, QR codes to their boxes. Don't know a single person who's ever scanned one. Never scanned one myself. Did don't know what they lead to. Don't even know how to use QR codes on my phone. Not even gonna lie, but um, <laughs> I tried to get into a mall one time, like in a couple a couple days ago, and you have to scan the QR code and fill out a thing. And I was like, I don't know what that means. I don't have. I'm not sick. Can I please come in? <laughs> so I'm gonna float something by you guys here and see if you think this is something that because this is something that the brand would obviously have to adopt. But uh, what if we used? the blockchain not specifically nfts but it would be related to that because that's essentially what an nft is it uses the blockchain which keeps a digital uh record of where things are going to keep making sure that you buy sneakers that are authentic nike puts all their sneakers on a blockchain they know so you say you buy it you would have to buy it using crypto Say Nike says, you know, we're only using crypto for high energy releases, for the really limited shit. For Union Ones, we're only selling it in crypto. You have to buy it in Ethereum. When you buy it, that means that your name underneath Nike is on the blockchain with that sneaker. So the next thing is you now officially own that shoe. But if you were going to sell it, the buyer would then know, okay, this guy got it from Nike. He's on the blockchain. So when I would go to buy the sneaker from you, I would pay in crypto and it would transfer from Joe Blow to me on the blockchain. So it keeps everything. The authenticity train is there. There's no like, oh yeah, I got it from this guy who got it from uh, this consignment shop. They said they want a raffle in Singapore and now they're here. Do you want them? I have the receipt. It's it's all in Japanese. Like, do you want it? Like there was, there'd be none of that. It'd be all recorded on a digital ledger. Is the am I speaking nonsense? Tell me if I am. But is there is this is this a thing? When I thought of this earlier, I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna get rich one day with this idea. Like, the, I need to go to Nike headquarters right now. Beaverton, what's <laughs> up? Like, first flight. Do people in Singapore speak Japanese? No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> Neither do I though, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. If it if it could work, you'd probably have to figure out a way to put like an actual QR code into the sneaker like or something. Or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, then that would be that's cool. I think it ca- it raised the price though because I know you got to pay yeah. to make something NFT. Yes. Oh, forget um, and like just for them to house like a whole freaking ledger for every fucking pair of shoes that's out. But that, that Nike doesn't have yeah. to specifically house it because it's just housed on the blockchain, which is a public ledger. It's not necessarily Nike. It's just them mm-hmm. taking the time to upload it initially. But yeah. once it's up there, it's up there forever. Yeah. I I think still think for the moment, because this is all still relatively new, it would be too much of a cost to them. And for for what? Like, yeah, what's the return for, for an that? aftermarket? You know, for something that doesn't technically involve uh, them anymore, because they don't, they would have the same involvement in uh, the resale game that they have right now. That's true, mm. right? So you need to delete this and delete this part and figure out how to do it on your own because Nike mm. doesn't care about resale, but yeah. the rest of us do. So you got to make this now, Lauren. <laughs> yeah. I need to call <laughs> StockX Canada. Yeah. <laughs> StockX Canada, I got an idea for you guys. You want to stop with the stupid little <laughs> tags that people are just leaving on their yeah. shoes? No, no. Yeah. We're going to put it on the blockchain, buddy. Think bigger. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, technically, isn't there a code on that tag and isn't that code uh doesn't that bring you to somewhere 
So don't they already have some kind of a ledger? I I think that those are faked though, because it's just a QR code. Like I think you can fake it. Anything oh. that can be faked, obviously, anything that you can tamper with is the issue, right? Like you can't tamper with the blockchain. Like once it's there, it's there. Kind of right, thing. right, right. Hmm. That's interesting. It's another way. It's another way for Nike to data mine us as well. Oh yeah, that's yeah, the real. That's, that's the real money. Yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. A, you want to know how what the investment is? There you go. Literally all your information. That's what they're getting. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, NFTs. Who knew, right? NFTs and sneakers. All I all I know is that Joel is about to go on NBATopshot.com and spend his entire <laughs> stimulus check immediately. <laughs> You guys know Jordan, uh, KD, and Clay Thompson have a piece of that. They're oh, like do they? One of the, oh, yeah. I mean, some of the investors in Thompson. Oh, yeah. that's okay. the only time I heard of it. Yeah, I did right. see something mm. about that. It's interesting. Wow. If any anybody listening, because we're not as much as we sound like we're geniuses, we're very very stupid. So if anybody has a little <laughs> bit more insight on any of that, please let us know. Maybe we'll have you on mm-hmm. and we'll we'll chat about it again. But I I don't know. There's I think there's a future for it. In some one way, of those British guys going to hit you up. Hit <laughs> you up with the whole write-up. One of them British listeners, man. Every every British <laughs> listener is smarter than us. Not even just one of them. All of them. <laughs> um, Chris, Cal, this was dope. Thank you guys for doing That was a, a lot. That was in-depth about everything. That was dope. That was very fun. Thank you guys both. Yo, I missed you guys, man. Been too yeah. long. Thank you. Miss you guys too, man. Calby actually texted me. He was like, thank God, I'm sick of traffic, boys. I wish you guys asked me to come on True to Size more often. (laughs) (laughs) I have the receipts. We all know that's that's pure lies. I have the receipts. I have the lies. Lawrence messaged me and was like, hey, when are you guys going to start having guests? I want to come on traffic, boys. That might actually be true. (laughs) (laughs) You you know how how serious our crew is? Our our crew is in the blockchain. You can't tamper with that, Lawrence, all right? Yeah, yeah. I think you just mentioned that already yesterday you dropped one crew member, but that's all right. Anyways, <laughs> we won't get into that. We won't start the podcast beef that doesn't exist. It's <laughs> it's actually between us and the sneaker podcast, anyways, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> those guys are buffoons. They're yeah, traffic boys. Those guys are right. All the guys in the sneaker podcast are idiots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Calby, Chris, thanks again, uh, once again for coming. Um, yeah, wherever bro. you guys are taking in this episode, please leave a comment, review, follow, and or subscribe. Make sure to check out CanadaGotSold.ca to shop the latest CGS merch and peep our YouTube for our latest videos. And of course, check out CGS Talk on Facebook to chop it up with us. Do not forget to use hashtag CanadaGotSold on Instagram for a feature. I have been Lawrence Hopkins, and you can find me at LDoggyStyles on Instagram. Woof. I'm Joe Hernandez. You can find me at Joe Dooney, J-O underscore D three O's N E Y. I am at J O needs a drink of water. D <laughs> Um Calby, where can they find you? You can find me at just Calby. See Chris how he didn't even mention traffic boys? That's how strong your crew is there, buddy. Because <laughs> he cause he knew I was coming up next. Nah, he's looking at him face palming. He knows you fucked up. He knows. <laughs> Sitting in that dark room. Um, Chris, where can they find you? At Christopher.chu and at Traffic Boys and at the Sneaker Podcast. And the Brag hey. Affair. Um, thank you for Check the... out that blog. Check it's out... going great. I think that the recent articles are 
true to size podcasts, aren't they? <laughs> Didn't we mention that before? They are. You're keeping us afloat. Yeah, we're the, the <laughs> only reason you guys have traffic is because for some reason, true I to size. I still get emails from brands saying, hey, do you want to write about this? I'm like, no, but maybe Lawrence will. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, true to size podcasts automatically post on the WordPress for the brag affair. Don't know why. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to us talk about sneakers for 162 episodes. 162 episodes. 162 episodes. And please remember to rock your kicks. This has been True to Size. We have been CGS and half of the Traffic Boys, and we are out. Peace. Traffic Boys. It's fine. I can cut that out. It's no big deal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Guys, that was fun. That was really good. Yeah, man. Thanks, guys.